Welcome to Life After Childbirth. My name is Weslina Maxey and I'm an occupational therapist on an extraordinary path to change women's health and the care we receive postpartum. Join me as we grow together on this journey. Let's talk Life After Childbirth. It's not your job to heal others. It's not your job to please others at your expense. It's not your job to make it work if the effort isn't mutual. It's not your job to tiptoe around people. It's not your job to change yourself to others' likings. It is your job to heal yourself, to listen to your needs and your desires. Respect yourself and your own time. Set healthy boundaries. It's your job to protect your energy, your wealth, your being. Say no when it's not in alignment for you. And be mindful when you say yes. And it's literally never too late to start having boundaries. It's never too early and it's never too late. You can start having boundaries whenever you feel like it. So what do boundaries look like for you? Do you even have boundaries? Do you even know what they are? Do you even believe that you should have them? I definitely used to not think that I should have them. It wasn't really something we talked about or was taught to me necessarily. I didn't even realize I needed them. My mom taught us that no one is to touch you no one is to see your private area she actually asked this question a lot which always got on our nerves when we were younger and we didn't understand even went in high school and she would ask us we'd get embarrassed or whatever and i'm actually so thankful that she asked this question now that you know i can see and understand why she was asking these questions but other types of boundaries weren't really discussed or explained such as if your uncle is tickling you and you say stop they should stop, even if you're like semi-laughing. If you say stop, it should stop. If your grandmother is hugging on you and kissing your cheeks and you say stop, they should stop. Now, like for adults, this can look a little bit different, but boundaries can look like if someone is asking you a question or telling you advice about your parenting style and you don't want to hear it or you don't want their advice, you simply don't have to listen. You don't have to continue the conversation. You can say, I would rather not talk about this right now. Let's talk about something else. And they should respect that. You are allowed to say this. If you are sitting on the couch literally doing nothing and someone asks something of you, it's okay to say no. If you don't like or agree with how people say things to others, you can speak up about it. You can discontinue that conversation. You don't have to keep the peace and not do anything about it. You don't have to make yourself uncomfortable to make others comfortable. You don't have to keep the peace. And that's one thing, like, it's taken me a while to understand. I didn't even think that I was keeping the peace. I didn't, I didn't realize that's what I was doing. Do you sometimes do things that you don't really want to do? Do you sometimes yes, say yes so you don't have to have an argument with somebody? Do you have boundaries with your kids? Or do you let them run over you? Do you have boundaries with your parents? Or do you let them take advantage of you? It took me 28 years to figure out what boundaries are and how to use them. 
and how to use them effectively. It's not just cutting people out and not talking to them because you don't like the things they do or the things they say. Now, sometimes it is that, if that's what you need and if that's what would be healthier and better for you. But sometimes it's just telling them, no, I don't want to talk about that right now. No, I don't have to listen to that. Hey, you shouldn't be saying that. That is not nice. You should think before you speak. It is speaking up. It's not keeping quiet and putting your head down and keep walking. It's speaking up with what's wrong, what's right, advocating. It's knowing when something is bothering you and doing something about it and protecting your body, your peace, your well-being. Kids, they learn from us. They watch us. We are literally their mirrors. They mirror what we do and what we don't do. We are also their voice in some situations. So if you let people run over you, then your kids are going to let people run over them. I think I've gotten, in some ways, I've gotten too good at setting boundaries. So a little backstory. When I was a kid, my mom was everything for everyone. She was my aunt's and uncle's go-to because my granny passed away young. She was my dad's best friend, even though they were divorced because neither of them had many close friends. She was our go-to because, well, she was our mother. She was the boss at work because she's a boss-ass bitch. She took care of her employees and made all the decisions. She did everything, but that means she also got ran over. She got taken advantage of at home with her sisters and brothers, my aunts and uncles, but helping them money-wise, helping them live with her for a little while, and she would let her employees off when they needed, which is a good boss, but she'd pick up the slack. Letting her boss yell at her instead of her employees, she'd take the hits. And letting my aunts and uncles borrow money that they never borrowed, or they never paid back over and over again. She's grown from this too, but it has taken a while. And in seeing this happen to her, I let it happen to me as well for a while. I wouldn't speak up when someone was making me uncomfortable. I would let people borrow money. I wouldn't speak up if I didn't agree. I didn't stop others from saying things I didn't think was right. I let my ex talk me into having sex, even when I didn't truly want to. I was a people pleaser. I let people do things even if I didn't agree or want to. I kept the peace. But I didn't have to. And I finally found my voice. It took years and it took therapy. And now I let my boundaries be known. I speak up for myself and for others. I don't let people be rude or unkind. And I don't let people take advantage of borrowing money or borrowing really anything. And I don't stop myself. I don't make myself uncomfortable for others. You can have a voice and you can speak up for yourself and you can speak up for your kids. Use your words, communicate what you need and what you want. I'm trying to teach my kids this as best as I can. I encourage them to tell us what they're feeling, what they need and want. They might not always get what they want, but telling them, I believe you, I believe you that that's what you want. I believe that it's frustrating to not get a toy you really want but right now we are grocery shopping and would not be getting that toy. Just simply telling a kid that you believe however they're feeling 
you're validating those feelings. And it can make a world of difference. Yesterday, Ted Wynn didn't want to go to school. I mean, straight up screaming, crying, hitting the floor, did not want to go. So I grabbed him, put him in my lap, and said, I understand it's frustrating, and sometimes you don't want to go, and I know it's hard. I believe you that you truly don't want to go, and that's okay. Feel those feelings, then we're going to change our mindset and have a wonderful day. Day. He cried a little bit more, and then he stopped, and that was that. A year ago, we would have just drug him to the car, but communication works wonders. Using your words, validating feelings, does wonders. And letting Tedwin validate his feelings and kind of, you know, sink into them for a moment is a good exercise and a good way for him to know that it's okay to feel those feelings, but we're also going to move on. We're also going to, we can also change our mindset and have a great day. Even if for a moment he didn't want to have a good day, he didn't want to have a day at school but he is setting boundaries for himself to be able to feel those feelings and validate those feelings and then change his mindset and go to school another thing that we've been talking about here recently is when he gets upset he knows that he can walk away or if he gets mad or frustrated that he can walk away and go get space he doesn't totally understand what that means yet So instead, he's been saying, go away, really loud and really rude to anyone and everyone that's around at that time. So we've been teaching him now saying, screaming, just go away is rude and not the appropriate way to ask for space. And then he proceeds to say, I don't want space. I want them to go away. And so we've been trying to tell him, you know, that's, that's the same thing. The appropriate way to ask is to ask the person, I need some space right now. Can you give me some space? It's respectful, but you're still being able to receive what you need. And you're still setting that boundary and that line for that person to give you space if that's what you need in that moment. Kids have a range of emotions and they're supposed to go through those range of emotions. That's literally their job to go through the range of emotions so they can feel them and understand them and understand how to regulate them and manage them. I mean, half the adults I know don't know how to regulate and manage their emotions. And we expect kids to. We expect them to just hush as soon as we say hush or stop crying as soon as we say stop crying. They can have that boundary. They can have that space to understand what is going on in their body. Speaking of space, you could have space from literally anyone you need it from. You are allowed to have space. You deserve space. It is good for your well-being to have space, even from your kids. It's okay to have space from your kids. I mean, you grew them from scratch in your belly for nine plus months. And then they've hung on you ever since then. It's okay to have space every now and then. And it's okay to want that. And you don't have to feel guilty for wanting space. It's okay not to want to be touched. That's a boundary that it's okay to have. And you can have boundaries in your relationship with your significant other. If you don't want to have sex, say no. 
You don't want to be touched? Say no. It's okay. If you need a certain something from them, it's okay to ask for it. And in return, it's okay for them to do the same. You're not always going to be on the same level, the same horniness, the same page all the time. It's just not going to happen. And to be able to communicate those needs to your significant other is very important. And to let them know what your boundaries are. For them to let you know what their boundaries are. And they might even not know what they are. And that's another thing. You'll find once you start setting boundaries that other people don't understand them. And understand that they need them as well. And you'll notice that they'll start setting boundaries. They'll start speaking up for themselves. Because now we're learning that we can have boundaries. Now we're learning that we can say no. And it's awesome. Here recently, I've been trying to boundary myself and my budget. So having a boundary of how much coffee I can have outside of home. You know, you can have, you can set yourself boundaries. As in, if you are someone that works from home or working on your own business, you can set a boundary with yourself not to work past 7 p.m., not answering emails on the weekends, only buying what's on your shopping cart at Target, Um, because who can do that? But if you need to, set that boundary with yourself. Doing laundry every Friday. It could be a boundary that you stick to, not one that I want to stick to. Another boundary that I have set for myself ever since I've learned to keep boundaries, is avoiding people that don't do good for me, that don't bring me good energy, that I don't, I avoid people that are kind of Debbie Downers, you know? If they aren't giving the energy that you want or if they are always negative and that can bring you down, the atmosphere you surround yourself is what your feeling and energy will be is whatever they are. So your family, your friends, your tribe, your coworkers, however they feel, you're going to start feeling. Setting boundaries to not be around those kind of people or not take in that energy is a boundary that you may need to set. And you may not even realize it, but if say you're at work and you just start feeling miserable and you start feeling like Ugh, you know, this this is terrible. Like, our job, what we have to go through, you know, like, the whole day is just blah. But it doesn't have to be like that. You can change your mindset and have a great day. And when you tell someone no, you don't have to explain why you're saying no. That's just the answer. It's no. I don't have to explain why I don't want to get up and go get you a cup from Sonic. Saying no to the things you don't have time for, the energy, the resources for, and no to things you don't want to do. It's okay to not want to do things and it's okay to say no to those things. And you don't have to save the day. Let others be accountable for their actions. You don't have to figure out everything. It's okay for other people to figure out what they need to figure out. And, you know, with family, it can kind of be about physical, mental, emotional, spiritual boundaries. If you don't want to talk about politics, you can tell them that. 
if you don't want to discuss the drama that they have with baby mama or whoever, you can tell them that. One thing that I've had to tell my mom that I don't want to hear about is her and my dad's arguments. I don't want to hear it. So I tell her, stop telling me this. I don't want to hear it. I have no room for it in my head. I have no room for it in my body. I do not want to hear y'all's arguments, y'all's conversations, anything like that. It's okay to tell them that. It's okay if others get angry. You are not in charge of their emotions. The only thing you're in charge of is how you feel, what you're comfortable with, and how you respond. You don't need permission to feel however you feel, and you don't need to feel bad about feeling those feelings. You have the right to end any draining conversation or relationship. You should not compromise your own mental or physical health for someone or something else. You do not have to justify not spending time with that person or defending yourself in any way. You have the right to walk away. And you don't need to make exceptions for anyone. Family, loved ones, coworkers, they do not get the right to your happiness. You don't have to tolerate negative comments. You can walk away. You can have these boundaries. And during your postpartum journey, if you don't want people to come around, if you don't want people to come see the baby, if you don't want 500 people at your house two days after you come back from childbirth, that is okay. That is a boundary you are allowed to set. You don't have to host for people after childbirth. That is not a thing that should be on your list to do. And if you don't want someone touching your baby, if you don't want someone kissing your child, that's okay too. You are there to protect them. You are their voice. And if someone gets angry, that is okay. That's how they respond. How you respond is however you respond. That's the only thing you're in charge of. That's the only thing that you can control. You can't control how they respond, but you can control how you respond. Like I said, I'm a people pleaser, so I have a hard time. I've grown, but I do still have a hard time telling people how I feel. But I've gotten better about when I need alone time, I can speak these things. And I've gotten better about telling someone, hey, that wasn't right. That wasn't okay how you spoke to me. That wasn't okay how you said those things. You can go about those things in a different way. And this forms healthy relationships around you. It sets the tone of how you want your relationship to be with these people. And not caring what other people think. That's one of my biggest things. I do not care what other people think. If I walk outside naked, I don't care what people think. If I have to turn around in the middle of the road, I give no shits about the people that see me turn around on that road. And it's funny because Colby will like cringe at these things when I do these things. And I think it kind of helps him not care as much. And I tell him all the time, I'm like, you don't want to teach the kids that other people's opinions matter. Because they don't. The only thing that matters is your own opinion about yourself. And if you're comfortable and happy and can be joyful in your life. Going into that, Tedwin likes his fingernails fingernails painted. And he's already gotten to that point where he doesn't care what other people think. And I love that for him. People were asking him at school, 
why do you have your fingernails painted? And some of them were mean and said, you know, that's for girls, which I've told him and taught him. Boys and girls can have their fingernails painted. It's whatever that person enjoys. And I asked him, instead of saying, did you punch the person? Or did you say, fuck off? I, you know, took a breath and I said, well, how did you respond? And he said, I told him not to worry about it. He said, don't worry about it. And I just love that. He's five and he already, he's already at that point where he doesn't care what other people think. And I'm sure a little bit of him does care because I can tell in his face that it does hurt him a little bit. But however, he didn't ask for his fingernail polish to be removed. He still wore it to school the next day and I love that for him. And I love that we are instilling that in our kids that as long as you're happy, as long as you're comfortable, that's what matters. We do way too many things that make us uncomfortable. We deal with way too many things that make us uncomfortable. And it's just a crazy. Another thing that we aren't really taught are boundaries. Is that we don't have to please everyone. We don't have to sit through a family reunion if we don't even like those people. If we don't agree how they treat other people. If they don't even agree with how you live your life. We don't have to have those people in our lives just because they're family or just because they're close friends or just because they're coworkers. It's okay to step away from that. It's okay to say, okay, I'm going to eliminate myself from this situation or this conversation and walk away and not go back to that conversation or those people or that group. You know, they will still talk about whatever they were talking about without you there get away from it step away from it create that boundary create that wall help your kids be able to create those boundaries if they say stop that person should stop and if they don't they scream and go tell mom or dad and you should stand up for them if that person isn't listening you have their back and say you should have stopped they said stop you stop they say they don't want to talk they want space they don't want to have this conversation that's okay it's not okay to be rude but it's okay to need space or it's okay to have that boundary that hey I don't feel like talking right now and that's okay I want you to look back at your childhood your adolescence your young adulthood your adulthood or older adulthood look at your boundaries do you have them do you know what they are do you even know that you need them are you a people pleaser do you do things that are uncomfortable for you do you do things to keep the peace do you stay quiet do you keep your head down do you not speak up because you're afraid of having an argument with somebody or losing someone Try to think of these things, and if these are things that you don't want to do anymore, don't do them. We only have one life. You only have one life. And you should be creating a life, a space that you enjoy and that you're happy with. If you are miserable every day, figure out why. If you hate going to family reunions, figure out why. 
There could be that person. There could be a feeling. There could be a sense that you get. Listen to your body. It'll tell you what it needs in that moment with those people throughout your day. At all times, it's talking to you. And most of the time, we ignore our body when it's hurting, when it's needing feedback, when it's not needing feedback, when it needs touched, but also when we're touched out. Listen to it. Give it what it needs. It's your body and you have to take care of it. It's your mind. You have to take care of it. Mentally and physically, we have to take care of ourselves. We're the only people that can take care of ourselves. So set boundaries. Put up that wall. Take care of your body. Take care of you. Figure out what you need and what you want. And help your kids. If you have kids, help your kids figure out what they need and what they want. Healthy boundaries are good and everyone should have them and they should be able to withhold those without feeling guilty. Thank you for listening and start paying attention to your body. If you are local, a way to start connecting to your body would be coming to my workshops. It'll be held at Nico's down on Main Street. I have it on my website and you can join me in October. Please look it up. See if you could benefit from it. I feel like everyone can because we don't take the time to make that mind-body connection that we need. And this could be a way of starting that. I would love to see you there. If you have any questions or concerns or topics that you would like to see me cover in the future, or even topics on this podcast that you would like me to cover, email me, text me. I read every message I am here for you. I want to make your journey better. I will be taking clients soon. So if you are wanting to get on my wait list that I've started, once I start seeing clients, I will book you. I will email you. You can email me. We'll get started working together right away. Thank you for listening as always. My goal is to reach as many women as I can to talk about life after childbirth. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please share on social media and let me know what you liked about it. If you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you feel persuaded to do so, leave a review so we can reach others and begin to talk more about life after childbirth.